Man Show, friend of the show, Coach Jerry Grasso, the Brian Bulldogs out of the Northeast Conference. Coach, how you guys doing up there in Rhode Island, man? Doing great, doing great. Appreciate you having me on. Coach, uh, you guys will play nine games, which is very lucky based on what we're dealing with COVID right now, man. So how blessed is your team to be able to play nine games, be, be playing well as well? Could be 9-0 and if you look at a player or two here or there, man. So how blessed is your team right now, knowing what other teams are going through in your conference and around where they don't play one or two games so far? Yeah, no, we're blessed, and we talk about it often, you know, for our guys. Just to have the opportunity to play is a blessing, and – you know, knock on wood, we've uh, our guys have been healthy and, you know, just have the opportunity with everything going on in our world right now to be able to do what our guys love and be able to play and compete. We're blessed because of that. And, you know, we've had a little bit of success early on and I think this team is starting to grow and starting to evolve. So, you know, it's been, it's been a good run so far and I like our group. I like their mentality and they've, they've worked really hard. So they've kind of earned some of the success they've had and going to continue to work and hopefully we can keep this thing rolling a little bit. Now, Coach, how was the ramp up for you guys? Uh, you know, I know you left – they left campus in March there. They didn't see them probably summertime. So, how was that ramping up for them so they don't, don't get into it too fast, cause an injury last lasts all year long? So, how was it for you and your, your team there? Yeah, you know, it was obviously a different preseason. We didn't have our guys, obviously, for the spring. We brought in nine new incoming players who we didn't have all summer. So, for us, we really got started in the fall and – First few weeks were just strength and conditioning and, and stuff with our strength coach and kind of started working our way from there into individual workouts and then group stuff before we started team workouts and team practices. So it's been a different year trying to manage that stuff. And, you know, there's been cancellations of games. So sometimes you have longer stretches off um, than you're used to having. You know, our league is playing back-to-back -back days. So, for instance, tomorrow we have Central Connecticut. We'll play them tomorrow and Friday. So that's been different, you know, trying to manage guys' bodies, playing doubleheaders like that. So it's been different. It's been unique, but trying to do the best we can to manage our guys' bodies, but also keep them in shape and keep them sharp. So, you know, it's kind of a fine line between trying to keep them healthy, but also keep them in shape and keep them sharp. So I think we've tried to manage that to the best of our ability. Now, Coach, sports putting in plays concepts. I know we have guys, nine new guys. So are you kind of being more basic now, kind of just more say play hard and with simple concepts rather than trying to get really complex on the hedge or, you know, a gap or a slot here or there? So how's that been for you, your guys? You know, with the group we've been able, we brought in, we've kind of been able to fit my style of play a little more, the, the, the way I envision playing. Um, so we're playing a little bit faster, up-tempo offensively. I think we're second or third in the nation in scoring right now. I know we're top uh, 50 in about 12 offensive categories. So we, we have simplified a little bit offensively. We're playing at a much faster pace than we have the past couple of years. And we have the ability to stretch the floor. where We have four or five guys who can make threes. So trying to simplify the game, teach them how to play basketball, you know, make basketball decisions as opposed to run 20 or 30 different plays, oh, making yeah. plays, making reads, and like you said, competing and playing really hard all the time is something we're always going to hang our hat on. And Coach Grasso, this year is going to be by energy, effort, effects like being flexible, because if you bring energy and effort every night, the ball is it's, it's always going to be make, 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 make or miss. It's always never going to make. Sometimes we may make big shots. So energy and effort and hustle and being flexible and adjusting to the game is going to be so key for your guys because your guys have been hit with different things all year long. But you're 7-2, could be 9-0. So I feel like your guys really playing injury and effort and dealing with what you're dealing with with COVID all around you guys right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, that's what we hang our hat on is our effort. We're going to 
we're going to come in and compete really hard and play really hard all the time. And those, those are non-negotiables for us, how hard we play, diving on loose balls, taking charges, hitting bodies on blockouts, running the floor, sprinting back in transition, getting into our pressure, the things that we can control. We can't control every ball if it's going to go in or not, you know, but we can control those effort-related things. And those, are again, are the non-negotiables for us where there's no days off in terms of how hard we play. There's no days off in terms of how hard we compete. I think that's something culturally we've kind of been able to instill in our first couple of years. And I think now we're starting to see some of the fruits of our labor. And playing fast this year, coach, is really, really key because if a team hasn't played in a while, seeing your pressure, how you cause teams to have chaos and rush their sets, that's going to hurt them and your guys are used to it. So I feel like your style of play is real conducive to a COVID year where it's real kind of up and down flexible. Like you don't know what's going to happen, but your guys already trained that mode. So a team say, oh, it's like a shock, like a shock to their face. But I feel like, coach, your system is working good this year because guys aren't used to it already. They're not shaped the way your guys are. Yeah, for us, I mean, we've kind of made this year just more about us. You know, we talked early in the year. We could end up, especially in the non-league play, like you could end up scouting a team for two weeks and then you don't end up playing them. So if you're going to put time into being on the floor and worrying about other teams' sets and how they play and then you don't end up playing the game, you end up just wasting time on things that you could have been using for, for other things and improving in other areas. So we've kind of made it about being really good at what we do and working on our stuff and being good in transition, being good in our pressure. And, you know, the, the three or four things that are our key components to what we do and just keep working on those things and getting better at those things because we're going to play a certain style regardless of who we play. And the scouting isn't as important because we know we're going to try and we're going to try and, and make the game played at our pace and our tempo and kind of make, you know, play the game we want the way we want to play it on our terms. So, for us, it's been about us a lot more than worrying about who our opponent is or their style of play. And, Coach, how have you used COVID to teach your young men about adversity and how, you know, I'm in my 30s. So it's like, oh, for me, I'm used to having adversity in my life. But your guys 18, 22 years old. So how have you worked on using this example of COVID, what's going on in our country that shows them, hey, this is what's going to be your life the next 40, 50 years, having to overcome and be flexible, adapt, overcome and conquer stuff that comes your way in, in, in your life. Yeah, no, listen, all those points you just made are things that these guys, you know, talking about 18 to 22 year olds who many of them have never gone through something like this and, and kids who have been in college already that then came back to campus and we have a curfew and we can't do certain things and the cafeteria is different. You can't do certain things at certain times and you're getting tested all the time. You're walking around with a mask on. So I think a lot of it just is teaching our guys about discipline and accountability and also to be really thankful for what we have. We were blessed enough that we stayed on campus the whole semester. Our, our classes met in person, which a lot of universities weren't able to do. We made it through the full semester, which a lot of universities weren't able to do. We've been able to get on the floor, knock on wood, and you know play nine games so far and, and stay healthy, which some teams haven't been able to do. So biggest thing for me is that our guys don't take that for granted. because It's a blessing you know, to be on a college campus and be able to stay healthy, get your education, still spend time with your friends. And although it's different and although some of the social things they're able to do, they can't do. Okay. So we're going to move on and we're going to handle ourselves a little differently. And we're going to have to be a little more disciplined in our lifestyles and the way we carry ourselves every day, but that's real life. And like, you're going to have to adjust, you know, we talk all the time. There's going to be adjustments through this whole deal and they can come on a daily basis. And we're going to have to make the adjustments and keep our head up and move forward 
and keep working really hard at what we do to keep improving. And I think our guys have kind of attacked that and have done a really good job understanding those things and having the maturity and responsibility to act the right way. I'll tell my interns that too, Coach. Like, hey, man, look, this is life. You know, they go to Morehouse and Clark, Atlanta, and Georgia State. I said, look, this is life. You know, this is what's going to happen. So you have to really adjust. And radio is changing now. Like, radio, we're doing Zooms now, not the phone. It's video now, radio. So it's like the, yeah. the, our world is changing around us, sometimes for the better. But in some cases, like radio with video, but, but but it's all about life. It's gonna throw you a curveball. We think it's all good. Life gonna throw you that, that, that slide piece and, and and challenge you to be better than what, what what you were. No question. And this hasn't been easy for a lot of young men and women and, and students and student athletes and you know forget about people across the country. It's been they've had hard times and you have to learn that there's gonna be adversity. You're gonna have to kind of take it head on and figure out what the next step is and how you're going to handle those situations and do everything in your power to stay safe, stay, stay healthy, keep the people around you safe and healthy. And when there is an issue, you deal with it and you, and you move forward. But I think in a way, there's some things that this has been good because young men learn responsibility. And I think it has helped them mature quicker because it's not what they're used to. And oh, yeah. kids are used to going and doing things the way they're used to doing it when they're taken out of their comfort zone how are they going to react? So I think guys have learned kind of to adjust to some things out of their comfort zone, which at times is good. And coach, I know you all play Syracuse tough and up there at their place. What was that experience for you guys going to Carrier Dome and competing against Jim Bayham's team, knowing that, hey, you're in AC school, they're, they're AC school, big, big, big time. And your guys went up there not scared, compete like hell against those guys. Yeah, no, listen, our guys went up there. <clears throat> We were definitely weren't afraid. You know, I have some tough competitive dudes, and I guys went up there ready to hoop, and, you know, it was a game we obviously had an opportunity to win. We missed two shots in the last seven seconds. I could have won it, and it wasn't it wasn't a game where we went up there and, you know, it would have been a fluke if we won. I think we went up there and went nose-to-nose -nose with them and, and put ourselves in position to win. It's credit to our guys, and obviously we were able – the biggest thing for me was do you go there and do that and then the next two games, you come out and lay an egg because you feel good about yourself because you had some success there. And our guys came and bounced back. We're able to we go to New Hampshire a few days later, beat a good New Hampshire team at New Hampshire. So it was a great experience for us playing in the Dome, having an opportunity to beat those guys. But I think it was good confidence for our guys to understand that we can play with anyone and we're not a play, afraid to play anybody anywhere. We'll play anyone. And, you know, as we move forward, building our conference and non-conference schedule, that's one of those things. Those are the kind of games we want to play in. Our guys come here to play against good teams, have an opportunity to play on national television in great venues. And that, that was one of those special opportunities for our guys. And I think our guys uh, obviously had a great showing and unfortunately weren't able to finish it out. And Coach, well, I look for a lot of teams when they have a loss, how they bounce back. Because, you know, you try to make one loss turn into two losses, three losses, four losses. But the whole, Coach Pitts and Hawks always says, we don't want to make one loss come up to a, a second loss. So I love how your guys have took two losses but have bounced back from them and won the game because you don't want to go that bash. You don't want that one become a two and two become three. Yeah, I think we have guys who want to win. We have a competitive bunch, and they've responded the right way. You know, we've lost two games. The uh, – Obviously, the Syracuse game being the first, there'll be an opportunity to win. Then we lost to St. Francis, Brooklyn, where we're up 15 points with 10 minutes left. They made a run. We ended up losing another game where we had a shot to win it at the buzzer. And our guys responded and bounced back. And, you know, we lose to St. Francis, Brooklyn. We have Stony Brook here who's uh, in first place in, uh, in, in their conference. And they come in and 
our guys were down at half and responded in the second half and ended up winning by double figures. So I think it shows our guys have a little bit of resolve and some toughness. And again, you have to find a way. Not every game is going to be pretty. Not every game is going to be played the way we wanted to, but we're going to have to find a way to play through adversity and play through some struggles. And we're able to do that in those games. So it's part of a season, you know, you evolve, you learn about your team, you go through some ups and some downs and you find out what kind of toughness do you have? What kind of competitiveness do you have? And I think our guys have responded the right way for the most part. Got some more for you, coach. Now looking at this year, coach, the way it is, man, um, you're going to let know about you guys who they ballers who love the game of basketball. I feel like this is going to show who really loves the game and who doesn't because this year is not going to be the ease like it used to be. I can't walk. You have to really adjust. You have to really be a target, be a self-motivator, and you have to call for accountable on a lot of things. So, Coach, how are you loving seeing how this year is going to show you who really are the ballers who love basketball, who are those dogs who can count on any time, any place? Yeah, I think we have those kind of guys. I mean, that's one of the things I've kind of learned about this group since they've gotten here. They've lived in the gym. You know, we have a team full of gym rats. Um, they want to play. They want to compete. They're just excited for upcoming games, you know. So they're a group of, of ballers. They, they, they love games. You know, they practice hard and they compete, but they love game day and they want the lights to be on and want to compete. And those are the kind of guys I'd want to be around. It's kind of the way we've tried to build our program is recruiting guys who love to play gym rats who want to put time into basketball and want to have a chance to make money playing basketball when they're done here, but want to leave their legacy and have a chance to be a championship team. And I think we have those kind of guys and we just have to keep building and keep getting better every day. That's what I feel coach is. A lot of people don't realize that a head coach is more than just X's nose. You're like the father figure, the brother, the friend, the cousin, the counselor, the mentor. You're the, you're everything. You're your psychologist. Like you have so many layers to that head coach role. But tell this was about that role is how it's more than just X's and O's and timeouts and, and, and plays. Yeah, I mean the coaching piece of this is very little of the whole picture of what we do. You know, if, Fifteen uh, percent of uh, of what I do is just coaching basketball and drawing up the, the X's and the O's. It's about mentoring these young men and giving them a chance to be successful in life after basketball. You know, it's the day to day running a program, managing a staff, recruiting, and all that goes into that. It's dealing with administration and all the different pieces that obviously this year with COVID and all those things going on, all those Zoom meetings and phone calls and conversations of just making this year possible and all things are being done in terms of the testing and all things we've had to do to make this year possible. Um, so there's a lot that goes into it. And that's why I tell our guys, we need to take advantage of those two and a half hours of practice, those 40 minutes of competition, that 45 minute individual workout. That's when we get to do what we love. That's when for me as a coach, I get to do what, go on the floor and put my cell phone down and not worry about recruiting calls and text messages. And I get two and a half hours in my sanctuary where I can, come help these guys become better players and teach them how to be better young men because the lessons they're going to learn through basketball are going to help them for the rest of their life. So I do all those other pieces to have the opportunity to get on the floor and work with these guys. And it's a big lesson for me to my guys about we don't take any of this for granted. When we're on the floor, we're going to love this. We're going to work really hard, but we're going to enjoy doing it because we get to do this. You know, we have the opportunity to do this and we're going to really savor that. Well, Coach Grasso, thank you for your time. It's always awesome to talk to you. We uh, do these chats once a year, man. It's always fun, man. Hey, be blessed and be safe, man. I'll be cheering for you guys in the NEC, man. Best luck to you and to help you guys stay healthy as well. I appreciate you, brother. Have a good one. Appreciate you having me. Anytime, Coach. Be good now. Talk to you soon, buddy. All right. Bye now. All right. Bye now.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.